to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball, basketball, football, NASCAR, plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling the Conversation Station or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream, or computer. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923 and enter the pin 287-723-4600 followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devin, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, and Bill Sparks. Well, a very good evening from one Indianapolis, Indiana. Not going to say too much. I'm Bill Sparks. I'm going to turn it over to Chris because we have a very busy show. We do because we're having uh, seasonal transitions here. First of all, it's uh, September 1st. Happy September, everybody. Happy Labor Day. It is show number 56 in this long and storied series, I guess. Or it's getting longer each week, which is good. We, we like that. And, uh, you know, we, we're, we're about to uh, start the NFL season on Thursday night. And then next Sunday, of course, we'll have all kinds of information about that as we go along. Well, the baseball season is coming down the home stretch. stretch. College football really got going with a vengeance this uh, week uh, on Thursday night. And then into, on into Saturday, we have a game tonight, game tomorrow night. Uh, so, yeah, we're getting into transition time, sort of the fall. Uh, folks are sort of taking the stage as the boys of summer continue on the stage. And we'll be talking first about the boys of summer. We'll be talking about baseball. We'll get that done first. A few notes on baseball. And then we will uh, switch over to probably college football. We'll do a little college. Then we'll do the pros, sort of separate them a little bit. Up to now, we've sort of put the football together into one pile. But we can kind of now know that. And we'll be doing this uh, next week. I'm sure we'll do the NFL first, then college. But uh, we'll split them up a little bit and then uh, talk about notable games this weekend, uh, this past weekend, games upcoming. And then we'll uh, just uh, see what else we've, we've got down the, down the way. But Sean will be here to tell us that there's some changes in the uh, also besides the seasons of sports cha- starting to change a bit. There's some changes in the, the ways to get a hold of us and the ways that we're doing things right now. So go for it, Sean. Not really a whole lot of changes. Just one thing coming back mixed in with the way that we're doing things. But let me. Well, we'll give you the. Let's give you the plugs. First of all, a bunch of this is all over at seven one two, four three two, three six four two. You can interact with us by going to board nine. You can go to Larry and Jimmy's football contest here about how to be involved in that on board 10. That's probably the, this is the last week you can get involved. You got to be in, uh, got to be in there. What by Wednesday? Because by Wednesday. 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 Yeah. The yeah. deadline is Wednesday night. Board 13 is the sports schedules list. So all those are ways you can interact. Plus you can also leave us a voicemail at, Seven seven three five seven two seven seven one five. You can hear it over there, and if you're on that system, that group, the group is back up. The sports lounge group is back up, by the way. So, and I think that's about it on this. Let's get. We got a bunch of stuff, so I'll get yes, to the plugs do. at the end of the show. <laughs> All right. So we'll start off with the baseball standings going into today, and then we'll give you the results and uh, try to update the wild card at least. Uh, so going into today in the American League East, the Yankees were 89 and 48. Tampa Bay was 79 and 58. So I think that's like a ten and a half game lead or so, or ten game lead for the Yankees. Ten so game, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. ten game lead for the Yankees. So they're cruising along there. Red Sox uh, were 73 and 63. Toronto 
55 and 82. Uh, now you'll start to see when you see more than 81 losses, you know, these teams are having losing records, folks, you know, and here it is the beginning of September. So what kind of a loss record will some of these teams have? It's going to be uh, astronomical for some of them. 55 and 82 for the Blue Jays and the Orioles are 45 and 90 on their way to about 108 losses. American League uh, Central, Minnesota with 83 and 52. And Cleveland going into today at seventy nine and fifty seven. They're four and a half out, so they're they're uh, you know they could they could still win the division. They're they're in the in the hunt for the division. Uh, the White Sox, however, sixty and um, seventy five. Uh, Kansas City is now uh, forty eight and eighty. Uh, and uh, let's no forty eight and eighty nine. Is that I think? Uh, yeah, yes, they be. are. Yep, they are. And the uh, Tigers are 40 and 93. In the West, we have Houston at 88 and 39. And they're uh, well ahead of Oakland at 78 and 57. About what? What's that, Robert? Nine game uh, lead? About a nine game lead. Going into today, yeah. Yeah. Texas, 67 and 70. The Angels, 65, 72. Seattle, 57 and 80. In the National League, as far as the divisions are concerned, the Atlanta Braves. Uh, looking pretty good for their division, but Washington's going to have a little say about it. Uh, Atlanta at 83 and 54, Washington 76 and 58. So that was what five and a half uh, games, I think, at that point. That's right. Uh, we, we have the Phillies at 65, nine and 65, the Mets 69 and 66, and Miami at 48 and 87. In the Central, the Cardinals are doing pretty well here, 75 and 59. Chicago, 73-62, and 62, just two and a half behind, however, going into today's game, although they had a loss today. Um, Milwaukee at 69-66, and 66, uh, Cincinnati at 63-72, and 72, and the Pirates at 59-77. and 77. And in the West, we had the uh, Dodgers at 88-50 and 50 going into today's game, Arizona 70-66, and 66, so like about a 17-game lead for the Dodgers who will win that division. Um, the Giants 66 and 69, uh, San Diego 63 and 72, Colorado 59 and 78. So for the uh, the scores for today that we have, there's a few games outstanding because of a late start in Atlanta that they do on a holiday like that because it's it's kind of hot and why not you can and it's not really a a big getaway day for everybody. You know, sometimes people are going a distance, but anyhow, that's what they're doing. We had the Yankees coming from behind to beat the A's five to four. Robert, tell me about that game because I didn't end up hearing uh, very much of it. What happened on that? Uh, we had a four nothing lead, and uh, our bullpen just gave it up today. And, okay, and, well there you, you know. go. It's going to happen. Houston beat Toronto two nothing in a no hitter by Justin Verlander with fourteen strikeouts. And only and, one walk, and that's his third career no-hitter, and it's the second no-hitter that he's actually thrown against the Blue Jays in Toronto. Oh, that's uh, that's interesting. Okay, yeah. and uh, he and Derek Cole, uh, teammates, are uh, vying for the Cy Young Award, and he uh, Verlander's now 17-5. and five. And, you know, you talk about some of these pitchers, these throwbacks, uh, guys like Clemens and Ryan and, uh, you know, Jack Morris, guys who threw a lot of innings for a lot of years and racked up a lot of stuff. Uh, and Clemens was a little tainted with the steroids in the last part of his career. But just thinking of the, even the first part, you know, you look at some of these guys, Verlander's right there. I mean, he's really continues consistently to put up great numbers. He's, he's amazing. And, you know, he's he's one pitcher, Chris, you can pay money to, and you know you're going to get your money's worth. That's why That's the right. Astros already signed him to an extension. That's right. 
Tampa Bay beat Cleveland uh, eight to two, and as I understand it, they swept uh, the Indians. They swept in this that series. series, yes. So that mm-hmm. was very important because this, these were two teams fighting for that wild card spot and mm-hmm. uh, for the top wild card spot anyway. And uh, so they that was an important series for the Rays and uh, bouncing back because the Rays had kind of been struggling for the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Minnesota beat Detroit eight to three. Washington over Miami nine to three. St. Louis in the first game of a day-night doubleheader beat the Reds four to three, and they're playing the second game right now. If we have a score, Robert or Perry will give it to us uh, down the road. Uh, Kansas City over Baltimore six to four. Milwaukee beat Chicago four to nothing in Chicago, I think. So that was uh, quite a thing. And you know, Milwaukee's trying to hang in for that wild card, and with still some dreams of uh, perhaps winning the division. Uh, Seattle over Texas eleven to three. Pittsburgh beat Colorado six to two. San Diego beat the Giants eight to four. Giants have come upon hard times, and the Red Sox beat the Angels. They're sort of hanging in four to three. It's amazing. It's uh, they've won I think eleven out of fifteen, but it's been a quiet eleven out of fifteen. I hardly noticed it. The other day, the sports guy said they'd won nine out of twelve. I'm like, really? Then I thought about it. I said, yeah, they have. You know, psychologically, you sort of gave up in the middle of August, and it's not like they're. They're making great inroads, but they're still hanging in. So looking at the wild card uh, the way it is right now, the American before you League... Get, before you get to that, Chris, the uh, Cardinals yep. are leading the Reds 3-2 to two in the top of the fourth, and uh, the Dodgers did finish off Arizona 4-3. to three. Okay, that was in 10 innings. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's actually, right. 11. Oh, 11? Okay. Yeah. Dodgers won in 11. And uh, what's up with the, uh, with the Braves and with the Mets? I will get those for you in just a second. Okay, we'll get these wild cards done, and then he can get those two scores. So Tampa Bay and the American League uh, going now after today's action is 22 games over 500 with the top wild card, Cleveland at 21. So you see that the, the Rays picked up two and a half, uh, three games on them and took that back. Uh, Tampa Bay had been leading the wild card often, and now and the Indians had it. Now the Rays do. Oakland's right there at twenty, but they would be out. There's going to be a good team that is not going to make the postseason. A deserving yeah. team is not going to make the postseason. Either the either the A's, the Indians, or the or the Rays are not going to make it, and they'll and deserve the la- to. And the last two days against the Yankees did not help our cause. So right. Well, it's it's always been tough for the A's to win in New York. Well, since forever, but you well, know. Uh, ju- just like it is tough for the Yankees to come to Oakland and win, they don't correct. do that well either. Yep, that's uh, true. Know. That's yeah. true. And the Red Sox still in some contention at eleven over, which puts them five out of the uh, out of it. And but they have to play the Twins and the Yankees this week. Uh, they didn't have an easy schedule to win the eleven of fifteen. They did have to beat the Indians, but they lost two to the Phillies. Uh, you know, they're they're kind of beating the teams they're supposed to beat, but that's not good enough. They're going to have to go, uh, you know, really string something together against the Twins and the Yankees this week if they intend to stay in this race. In the National League, uh, we have Washington really solidifying. I think they're going to be a wild card team. Uh, yep. You know, chances are they are 19 over. The Cubs are the second wild card right now at 10 over. So right now they would meet if uh, you know the season were to end today. But then on, right after that, we have still a, a bit of a log jam. But there's a little distance. The Cubs see the Cubs went into New York and did a number on the Mets this weekend, uh, this week, and that really after the Braves did over the Mets last weekend. So that mm-hmm. put the, the put the Cubs in pretty good shape. Uh, for getting that second one, but it's it's not settled by any means. They're ten over. Philadelphia's four over, meaning they're three out. Milwaukee four over, they're three out. Arizona now is uh, three over because they lost. They'd be three and a half out. And the Mets three over, three and a half out. Giants, they're uh, four under, so they're seven out, almost gone. The team that's getting forked today, 
finally, our Bills, Cincinnati Reds. We're just going to stop talking about them. They're 10 out now. They're behind about five or six teams, as you just heard. And uh, that's not happening. The Cincinnati Reds are not going back to the postseason again this year. But, uh, you know, pretty good run, really, for the Reds when you when you consider where they've been the last few years. So, And then, uh, let's see, for uh, any baseball notes, let me see what we have for baseball. We have a lot of football over here. While you're looking for those, Chris, I can give you the uh, Braves are leading the White Sox 5-3 in the bottom of the eighth. And the Phillies are ahead of the Mets in the top of the fourth, 2-0. Okay, and that's in Philadelphia. So, now, for baseball, I was just hearing, you you guys broke the story. Apparently, the Royals are for sale. Tell me about that. Uh, Yes, the Glass family have sold the Royals for $1.2 billion to a Kansas City business and by the the name of John Sherman. Uh, John Sherman is a minor, uh, a minority owner with the Cleveland Indians, so he'll have to divest of that. But it sounds like that they think that that is going to be quickly approved by the owners, and John Sherman will be the owner of the Kansas City Royals. Yeah, he would be quickly approved because they already know who he is because he had to buy into the Indians. They had to vet him at that point, so they would be pretty yeah. familiar with him. Is he? I, I suppose he said all the right things about championships and all that good stuff. That's Do correct. He's a of, he, and he's a he's a local Kansas City person. He is a. Uh, obviously, before he was a minor owner of the Indians, he was a former season ticket holder with the Royals. So he clearly probably knows the, and he's involved a lot in the community down there. So yeah, and he's he got to get rid knows. of the thirty percent interest he has in the Indians. So right, okay. Yeah. And then uh, I guess we had the uh, schedule. <coughs> excuse me, baseball schedule announced, and there was this big hue and cry, at least in our little group, about the. Uh, the I'm telling you, nothing happened. This is a non-story. The next year, the baseball season will start on March 26th. So those of you who want spring to come early, it will. It'll be March 26th. It'll be a Thursday, just like it was this year when we started on March 28th. And it'll end on September 27th, just that's like correct. this year was September 29th, because that's how long it takes, six six uh, months. What they've done, really, is they don't start on a Sunday anymore. They've moved it up a bit to the week, to like a Thursday, so they get two or three extra off days into the season. That's kind of what they, what they do. Yeah. But that, what they're they're gloating about, and all happy about, and uh, posturing about, is that they're so patriotic because they want to get this uh, season over before the uh, you know election in 2020. Well, yeah, they didn't change a thing. They're not doing anything. It's just that the I would assume that the World Series would end like about. Uh, well, let's see. This year it would be what? Uh, it'll be the it'll be the. Uh, 31st, I think the seventh game would come up on the 31st, if I'm that not mistaken. That is correct. That is correct from what I remember, yeah. You're right. So then we're what what we're doing here is we're just uh, you know, going to have it a couple days later. Yeah, it'll end, but they're not doing anything different, uh, or a no. couple days earlier maybe. Let me think, because what we're, what we're going to have is going to be the 29th. Really. Right, 29th, so big deal. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not yeah. – they didn't do anything different. They didn't change a thing, but they're acting like they did something. I mean, I'm telling you, I don't know about MLB – but the way the commissioner comes out with uh, floats trial balloons about rules and this and that, their publicity department is ridiculous. I mean, to to trumpet this like they're doing a wonderful thing when it's exactly where it was this year. And, uh, you know, it fooled Robert for a minute because he says, well, it's going to start earlier, so there are going to be more rainouts. Well, it's starting two days earlier and ending no, two no, days uh, earlier. No, well, so. I no, well, I was trying to answer his question the best I could, and that's the best thing I could yeah. come up with. Yeah, but I it would... really doesn't do anything. I mean, yeah. it's, it's the same thing. You know, it's, yeah. it's nothing. Okay, we had let, let's see what else we have for baseball. 
Um, we do, Robert. Why don't you tell us while Chris is looking at his notes? Why don't you tell us yep. there is a scheduling issue on Tuesday? Uh, yeah, on Tuesday for those that follow this, the Baltimore Orioles and Tampa Bay Rays will be playing a day-night doubleheader in Tampa. The series was supposed to be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Well, now it's going to be Monday and Tuesday. They want everybody out of there on on Wednesday because of uh, Doreen. But uh, Dor- Dorian. 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 But for those of us, for those of us that have worked hurricanes and have dealt with hurricanes, uh, they should have done the doubleheader tomorrow because I don't know if Tuesday is going to be safe or not. But anyway, that's, well, and, that's and since Tampa Bay is on the other side of the state, it's also kind of going to be a, a evacuation center for a lot of the eastern side. You know, a lot of people heading to Tampa, I'm sure. So they want to clear it out to get them in there. But they, those people are going to start coming in tomorrow night anyway. Yeah, yeah. That, that doesn't make sense. So no, I, I, is, you, know. you you can't plan for a hurricane that hasn't planned for itself yet. And what it's right. doing is just sort of hanging around the Bahamas right now and where it's going to go. Because every time these things touch land, they can they can deflect a different way than you expected. So there's really no way to know what this hurricane's going to do. That is Another, correct. Another big story uh, in baseball this week was the autopsy results on Tyra Skaggs, who remember yeah, the, that, that was angel sad. pitcher who died on July 1st. He OD'd on fentanyl, OxyContin, and alcohol, and uh, you know he died in Texas on on, uh, on July first. And uh, I guess the family is saying some uh, Angels employee was involved in this. I don't know how what they're talking about. Do they have any uh, con- concrete information? Are you just talking out, out of their ass? Well, they've they've hired a, a top notch Texas law firm to investigate, and uh, I also heard rumors the FBI is going to get involved. So who knows? Yeah. Okay, well, we have a, a couple of a couple of uh, obituaries in baseball. Vince Namoli, the owner of the Tampa, the first owner of the Tampa Bay Rays, and he uh, worked to get baseball into the Tampa St. Petersburg area. Remember, they almost had the Giants, they almost had the White Sox. Yep, they were they're close, but no cigars. But he was one of the people in the middle of all that. And then uh, he, they finally did get the Rays in '95. Of course, they started to play in 1998. He was their uh, owner through '04, and then uh, then he uh, sold part of it, and he was still the uh, managing owner until '05. And uh, you know, he he really, he, you know, he brought ba- brought baseball there. They got the Tropicana Field and all this other stuff. He was the one person, actually. Joe Castiglione said the one thing he learned from him is you don't say Tampa Bay. I mean Tampa. You say Tampa Bay because it's an area. It's not uh, you know. So when yeah. when you talk about these teams, you should say Tampa Bay. So that's one thing. And actually, Joe kind of liked them. Uh, you know, two Italian guys used to hang out, I guess. But the thing is that he would bring in these guys like um, Fred McGriff. And people like that, you know, to say, we're going to bring in these people who are going to hit home runs. You guys are going to love it. And they lose hundreds of games a year. Wade Boggs. Yeah. They bring in these guys who are past their prime. Then what happened is the new guys came in, and with Joe Madden and, and, uh, and Andrew Friedman and these this and that, they really built a team. I mean, you've got to admire, and we say this many times a year, but you've got to admire what the Rays do with the money they have. And, and if, I'm telling you, if the, if the Royals get an owner that can do that stuff, They'll be very happy, you know, because the Rays, they don't, they don't seem to rebuild. They seem to retool. They, they seem to do it on the fly. They might have a bad year or two, but since 08, they've been a good contending team and in a very tough division. And they've won, you know, over five, one, I, I don't know what this thing is of the last 12 years, how many times they've had winning records. So I bet it's eight or nine. 
And that's amazing for a small market team. Yeah, well, the, the A's follow uh, the, I don't know if the Rays follow the A's model or the A's follow the Rays model, but they, the, both of those teams do the same sort of stuff. Right, know? and if the Royals, um, I, I hope that for the Royals fans, they're good fans, and uh, they certainly support their team when it's going well, and I hope they get an owner like that because it can be done. It's not easy. Baseball isn't, you know, should be set up differently. There should be a salary cap. It should be more more fair. It shouldn't be, uh, you know, the, the, to the, but it doesn't always go, Hey, the Royals did win the world series. I mean, you can do this, you know, so, but it's not easy. And then uh, there was one death in baseball, Hal Narragon. Uh, he was 90 years old. He played three games for the Indians in 1951. And then he was, uh, went into the military in 52 and 53, probably uh, the Korean, well, called up for a Korean war. Then he came back to the Indians from 54 through 59 into 59 was traded to Washington uh, in, uh, in the 59 season and Washington and then Minnesota because the old senators moved to Minnesota in 61, 59 through 62. He was then a bullpen coach for Minnesota from 63 through 66. And in Detroit, 67 through 69. And in 68, of course, the Tigers won the World Series. So he got a ring uh, for that. And uh, that's basically all the baseball notes, unless anybody else has something to say about um, baseball. Chris, we have a we have uh, some hands up, so let us okay. first. All right. Pam, you're going to be first. Go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to make a comment referencing the sale of the Royals. I, it's my understanding via local sports here that uh, David Glass is having some health issues. Is his reasoning behind wanting to sell the team? Uh huh. Okay. That was one of those things that that just came out of the, came out of nowhere. The beginning of the. What week. is the talk, uh, Pam, about whether this uh, guy is going to be able to figure out a way to run a small market team successfully, which is not easy to do. They haven't said a whole lot about that, other than to say that he's a Kansas Cityan. Right. The only the only thing that would go in his favor to do that is he is a you know minority owner with the Indians and the Indians have to kind of run like that. So he at Correct. least is somewhat familiar with it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, at least I, and, and with all, with all due respect to David glass, there's been a lot of Kansas city people joke about him running the Royals. Like he ran Walmart. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully we won't have issues like that where people are making fun of this guy. Let's just give him a half a chance. Okay. That's fair. Jerry, All right. Jerry you're next. Well, I know we're not the college football yet, but maybe uh, college football aficionados uh, can answer this question. Is Idaho really traditionally this bad, or is Penn State really going to be great? Uh, Seventy-nine to seven yesterday. Idaho's moving down to F. This is their first year they moved down back down to FCS from FBS. They moved to one AA from one A. Oh, okay. Yeah, they weren't that good. They weren't that good. Penn State is pretty good, but Idaho, yeah. Is yeah, Nothing. and Maryland beat Howard uh, the same kind of score, seventy nine to something as well. So you know yeah. what you've got is uh, for the most part, and that's what stands out. We're going to be talking about that in a minute when we get into college football. We'll do that first, and then we'll do the NFL. But you know, college football when you have a close call or a loss, and you had a few losses of of the one one uh, A teams or FBS teams to the one double A's, then you got uh, a story. You didn't have any. You didn't have any one double A teams beginning one A's. You didn't have any. No. Okay. They were well, all one A teams beat. 
probably probably the best one double A one A game yesterday was in Ames, where Northern Iowa took Iowa State yeah. to triple overtime, and yep. uh, you know uh, uh, that. I don't. I don't know if that means Iowa State is is maybe a little bit, you know, not quite as good as people thought, or Northern Iowa. But Northern Iowa is a rated team, so I mean that that would point to that. Uh, right, we do yeah. have one more. We do have one more hand before we change directions. Nolan, go ahead, real quick. Hey guys, just wanted to bring to your guys' attention that tomorrow is the Notre Dame football game. Uh, yep. Tomorrow. Night. Yeah, we'll be talking about that. And so I just wanted to let you guys know. Thanks. Yeah, no, we're yep. gonna we're gonna cover that. We're gonna get to that. Yep. And so, okay. As we get so. into as we as we get into college football, we do want to say happy birthday to one of our regular contributors, Pierre, for yesterday, a belated yep. birthday. Right. But, I mean, he's all, it, we're, he's cl- he's not quite Betty White's age, but he's pretty close. You know. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I, I, yeah, I pointed out in a message in my group, he's uh, kind of like older than dirt, basically. So yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So older than dirt. Okay. So uh, anyway, so guys, just uh, Sean and Perry, and then I'll, uh, Robert and I could throw in wherever. Just, uh, just what were your thoughts about this weekend in college football and, well, and upcoming? Well, I think personally, like I said, uh, I mean, you had a lot of these games. I mean, Georgia State, and I'm sure that's the one you thought might have been a one but they are actually a 1A in the Sun Belt, but they've only had football about 10 years, 10 or 12 years, somewhere around there, not that long. And they only had two wins. They met. They they got paid nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars and got to go in and beat Tennessee. And Tennessee is in shambles. And, you know that's just. But and it always happens. You have one of these lower. I mean, Appalachian State was a one double A school when they beat Michigan a few years ago. Then now they moved up into the same conference with Georgia State and you know in the Sun Belt. They and then of course I think. Florida, the Boise State-Florida State game, they moved it to Tallahassee because of the hurricane. And, you know, Boise State is that team that's always there. I think that's a game that I just really, you know, Florida State, the, and it got moved to Tallahassee, and there still weren't a lot of fans there. It was a dead, it was a dead crowd. It's like Florida State is one of those teams they were there. They still, I mean, the last couple of years, they've just, I mean, they've taken a dip, and Willie Taggart yep. could be in trouble. I'm thinking, I mean, Ole Miss, Memphis. I mean, Memphis hangs in there. That's pretty decent. That's pretty a nice. That's game. a nice win for Memphis. Yes, it is a good win for North. Mac Brown coming back, getting his win. North Carolina at his old school that he was at for Texas or South Carolina. That was a good win. You had a lot of teams beating up on the teams that they should have. Like, yeah, you know, well, the, you know Oregon and Auburn were pretty good yesterday, too. Oh, that was, that was a good game. That was, that was a game. And, you know, that was a game. But you had a lot of them, like, Texas beating up on Louisiana Tech. You mentioned, of course, Maryland over Howard. Uh, Texas A&M over Texas State. Clemson starting off with – kicking off the ACC network with Georgia Tech on Thursday. Uh, I mean, you had a lot of those games – you know, I mean, you got a lot of those. Like you said, you got Notre Dame, Louisville still tomorrow, which could be in depending on how Louisville bounces back. And then you had the Nerd Bowl with Northwestern, Stanford. I mean, that was an okay game, but not it was. What, what do you think right, of but it was tonight's a tonight's game, Oklahoma and Houston? What should happen? I, well, it depends because how it's going to go. Because you remember Dana Holderson starting off with Houston because Major Applewhite replacing Tom Herman, and of course Tom Herman beat. Oklahoma 
in Houston a couple of years ago, and that's what led to him coming here to Austin. And, you know, I mean, that's – but Oklahoma – but Oklahoma's top five team. They're number four. Right. So, I mean, and, and, they're and home, speaking so. of yeah. o- speaking of Oklahoma, they are leading the uh, game fourteen nothing with thirteen minutes to go in the second quarter. Oh, there you go. Okay, yeah, like they're so they're kind of yeah, yeah, they're coming pretty good shape. And of course, we had a list that came out. The top it was okay. The top five. Uh, early season games, you know, non-con that sc- that NFL scouts are looking at, and of course they said are not really in any order. They said the games they're looking at, of course, Notre Dame, Georgia, last night's Auburn, Oregon game, tonight's Houston, Oklahoma, and then the Texas A&M Clemson game and the LSU Texas game, which are both next week. You have those. Those games, which next week is going to be an interesting week. You have two top 12 matchups, and it could change. Texas A&M could move up, you know, but it's probably not. But, you know, you have number 12, number one, if you're going on the current poll, and then you have number six and number 10, if you're going on the current poll with LSU and Texas playing. And then you got another rivalry. And remember way back we had the – the list of top five uh, tickets for sale. And you have Nebraska, Colorado, so you have three of them that were in the top five, number two, number three, number five, as far as most hottest and most expensive tickets for a game in the same weekend. And they kind of all overlap because you have Texas A&M, Clemson, the 3.30 Eastern game, and then I think Nebraska, Colorado's at four. And then LSU, Texas coming here at 7.30 game day. That's where game day is going to be. So, and you have a few other interesting games. I mean, Cincinnati, you know, well, I mean, they beat UCLA, but they got Ohio State. You got a Michigan Army game that could be okay. But I'll tell you the one that really surprised me last night, USC Fresno State. God, USC, Clay Helton's trying to get himself fired, I think. Uh, Yeah, Fresno almost stole that game. It was 31-23, so. Yeah. Yes, they did. And Perry, I don't know if you have anything to add that you're thinking of. Uh, well, I, say, I, I know, I know you and I and Iowa State. That that game was it was a great. If you had no vested interest in that game, boy, you watched a great game in Ames yesterday. Uh-huh. Um, Iowa, they rolled like they should have, and of course, Iowa, Iowa State are coming up. So, I guess we'll yep. see there. Yep. But it, um, uh, Louisiana. Lafayette, they hung around with Mississippi State, but of course, we know Mississippi State's got a lot of players suspended uh, because of some academic stuff last year. So um, I think over the net, where you really see your improvement is from week one to week two. So I think over the next two couple weeks, you're really going to start to see the, the pretenders from the contenders. One thing about yeah. BC, they beat uh, uh, Virginia Tech yesterday, uh, 35-28, a pretty wild offensive game on a nice day. And um, now the strange thing about, and I'm a college, uh, you know, a casual college football fan. Now Virginia Tech comes in, they're six and seven at, off of last year, but in some polls I think they were rated like 25 or something. I don't get it. I don't know how they do that. I don't know what they're looking at. And also, uh, but, but in the same thing in the pregame, uh, uh, the, uh, Pete Cronin and, and uh, John Meter Perel were saying there was sort of disarray among the Michigan, uh, I mean, among the Virginia Tech folks. So don't ask me, where does this come from? I don't know how this works, but, uh, you know, BC did beat them. They've got a chance, a chance to go either 4-1 and one or 5-0. and oh. 
They're going to play uh, Rich, Richmond here. They're going to go to Rutgers, and that's a tough. It could be tough. Uh, Rutgers having beaten UMass, but uh, Rutgers bottom part of the you know BC sort of the middle of the ACC. They're the bottom of the Big Ten, so maybe you can beat them on the road. Kansas is coming in. Tell me about Kansas. I guess Kansas is uh, you know probably the same, yeah. same old, same old. Not they're basically they're they're bad. The BC should get a win there. Yeah, right. and that's going to be here. And then that's the first time Kansas is here since '62. They came in with Gale Sayers to play BU. I remember that. And then I think they're going to now play. They're, they're going to claim yeah. Chris. That they're going to claim that uh, Kansas is a big deal because Les Miles is their coach. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah, he, yeah. He's he's our coach. So, yeah, that's going to be their big deal. And then BC's got Wake Forest in uh, like the 28th, so they could go five. And you could see them if they obviously if they went five and zero, oh, they'd be in the top twenty because you know you go five and zero. Oh, you know, however you do it, <laughs> yeah. you get there. But we'll see. They, you know they got to play the games. But uh, are they in Clemson's division? Are they? Are they Clemson's Clemson division? Are they, oh yeah, they got to play. Oh, yeah, well. I'm guessing they. I bet you this year they played Notre Dame. They haven't played them in a while. So you know how the ACC rotates every three years or so. You play Notre Dame. So. I bet they'll mm-hmm. be doing that. They said the second half of the schedule is a bear, but the first part is pretty easy. So you, know, you want to get your wins. If you're going to go to a bowl, yeah. get your get your four or five wins now in September, and then you know at least you can get your bowl and then uh, go from there. But anyway, and this is and this this is the 150th anniversary of college football, but it's also the 150th season because they did not play any college football games in 1871. So it's 150th year, but the 150th season. I wonder why they didn't play in 1870. Rutherford B. Hayes being elected didn't have anything to do with it, did it? I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know, but you, you had two games in eight. You had Princeton and Rutgers in 1869 yeah. coming up in November, the anniversary. Just, that was the just first like college. this is the 100th season of the NFL, so there you go. Well, it's 150th in baseball, too, because in 1869, yeah. the uh, right. Cincinnati right. Red Sox. Stock, That's sorry. right. Yeah. Actually, I, yep. I misspoke. 1871 was in the middle of the Andrew Johnson uh, Regime yeah. seventy seven was yeah, rough so the guy uh, yeah, I, don't know. That up. I don't know why they didn't play in eighteen thirty one, but uh, I wasn't around back then, Chris. So uh, no, I, I wasn't either. either. I wasn't either, but I, I just try to try to keep up with these things. So we got any more college? or We're going to move to the pros. That's let's go to the pros. I think we're done with the college. Okay, we got some. Oh, we got some games one, pros this week. Yeah. Was the, there was one thing I was going to mention. Uh, let me look on my on the college because I had one. Uh, maybe we've already talked about it. I'm just quickly looking at my notes, and if you got any scores over there, guys, uh, hit hit. Uh, we oh, the college blitz. I know somebody was commenting. John on our uh, sports lounge uh, line commented on the college blitz. Is this a new thing on Channel 84 this year? The, uh, yeah, they're kind of they're kind of doing uh, Channel 84 on Saturday, like the NFL does with 88 on Sundays. Yeah, uh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, what, what they do is they go around the country and, and you go from game to game. And I guess it's from noon Eastern to midnight Eastern they do this. On Very Saturday. good. Yeah. Very good. Okay, so I guess we're done with the college. And uh, unless uh, do we have any hands for college or anything else we need to do with college? Uh, we, do, we do I don't not. Okay. And you can call in, of course, 646-876-9923 or download your Zoom app. And when you're in here, 287-723-4600, hit the pound key twice, star nine, raise your hand on the phone, more key on your iPhone, and alt-Y on the computer. Okay, so go. we got 
We had the uh, end of the preseason. So Perry's going to run those scores down. And then uh, we'll maybe do some, uh, uh, you know, uh, I've got a few uh, obituaries from the NFL, too. But then we've also got uh, maybe our fearless predictions. We can do some of them. Why not? Yeah. And, so, and, I'm, sure, and I'm sure, Chris, you have the schedule for this week. I do, indeed. So, we can do that. We, but, uh, we for, do? The, for the last time, these are the scores that do not count. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Bills, 27. Vikings, 23. Colts, Colts, 13, Bengals, 6. Jets, 6, Eagles, nothing. That must have been a barn burner. That must have been a great game. <laughs> I, I, boy, I, I'm sorry I missed that one. Uh, Panthers, 25, Steelers, 19. Falcons, 31. Jaguars, 12. Browns, 20. Lions, 16. Giants 31, Patriots 29. I'm guessing, Chris, nobody played in that game. No, no, not really. Ravens 20, Redskins 7. Titans 19, Bears 15. Bucks 17, Cowboys 15. Packers 27, Chiefs 20. Dolphins 16, Saints 13. Rams 22, Texans 10, but as you'll hear, the Texans probably got a lot better yesterday after some oh, of the yeah, trades. Oh, yeah, they did. Broncos 20, Cardinals 7. Chargers 27, 49ers 24. Seahawks 17, Raiders 15. And that is, those are your scores that don't count. Okay. All right. Robert, why uh, don't you her- why don't you ha- run down a little bit of the of the trade information? Well, yesterday was cut down day in the NFL. Everybody had to take their roster from ninety to fifty three, and we had uh, some veterans get released, and we had some people get traded. Like Genevian Clowney went from Houston to Seattle for a third round draft pick, and I believe a couple of linebackers. And yes. the and the big trade of the day, Houston acquired. Uh, Tunsil, the offensive tackle from Miami, along with wide receiver Kenny Stills, for two number one draft picks and a second round draft pick. Um, so that's a 2020 draft pick and a 2021 uh, first round, and I believe a 2020 second round pick. That is correct. And uh, I, I guess the biggest name that got released, well, two two of the biggest names that got released yesterday was Shady McCoy got released by the Buffalo Bills. He's now signed with the Kansas City Chiefs. And Brian Hoyer, Chris, got released yes. from the Patriots. He and did. rumor has it he's going to wind up in Indianapolis. So I wouldn't be surprised. Um, you know, and then uh, not the Percet and he uh, were together, but two former Patriot uh, quarterbacks. And the thing is, they've got a guy uh, from Auburn, and maybe you know a little about him, uh, Jared Stidham. And he had a pretty good training camp. Now, what came that from Baylor originally when yeah, he was at Baylor and left during the Bryles scandal and was allowed to transfer to Auburn. Yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway, that that you know, uh, you know, he he had a good uh, training camp. So we'll see what happens with that. Of course, Brady's going to, you know, he's ready to go, he's ready to play, and all that. The Patriots' offense is going to be a work in progress at the beginning of the season, I think, but uh, because they've uh, had that injury injury to David Andrews with a blood clot in his lung uh, and uh, the center. So that's going to slow down. Well, that's the why the Patriots picked up extra uh, extra offensive linemen this week. They did. Chris. They picked up a couple during the week, and yeah. uh, so we'll see how that goes. And the idea with the Patriots is the first half of the year, Dante Scarnecchia is their wonderful offensive line coach, and he molds. He can make uh, chicken uh, salad out of you know what, and he will. <laughs> and and that's the idea, and that's what he does over the first half of the year. 
the defense is ready to roll. You know, they, they're they're good. They're already coming in good. That was that was done last year on the fly. As you remember, at the beginning of the year, I was complaining about their defense all season, and by the second half of the season, it was a, and, and it proved it on Super Bowl Sunday. It was a Super Bowl caliber defense that shut down the Rams th- three points. Yeah. So, well, speaking speaking and by the and by the way, before we go to the Rams. Uh, Chris, uh, I guess Rob Gronkowski was quoted as saying that he is not ruling out coming out of retirement. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. And I remember mean, Ben Watson, who's supposed to replace him, got suspended for the first four games. Yeah, he'll be so. suspended for four games. I drafted him on my fantasy team, though, because tight ends, you know, and we had our draft yesterday, and I drafted him. My, my thought was tight ends don't score that much anyway, and he's going to be good when he comes back. I, I still think, even though he's older, but he and Brady have rapport. To start with, he he was Gronkowski before there was Gronkowski. That's if correct. You remember back, yeah. you know, he was he was a very good tight end. So uh, you know, if any if he can do it anywhere, he can uh, he can do it here. But, but we, spe- we can. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, speaking of the Rams, Perry, uh, boy, uh, the quarterbacks in the NFC West have got a little bit to worry about with Clowney now joining Seattle because Seattle's defense is still good. So that's yep. correct, and yeah. and I think Seattle knows that that they need to to do something because. They're a lot of their players are getting to the point where they're getting older. So the, the Seattle, they know they need to win. Yep. Well, Clowney needs to stay on the field. He's been hurt about he, half he the does. time. Because yeah, I, but I think what, I think Chris at Seattle is concerned. You know that Wilson is getting a little older and. Yep. Well, they, 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 he's they not that old, but there's a lot of people around him that are. And you're yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Wilson's probably about twenty-seven, twenty-eight. You right. know, probably about Lux age. Uh, so you know he's and he's been healthier than Lux. So that's anyway, correct. We can run down the schedule here for now. These games will count, and they start yeah. on Thursday night. And we're going to have real football here, and it's going to mean something. And everybody who got their fantasy teams drafted and is getting ready for Larry's football contest, Larry and Jimmy, uh, this is it. This is where you start to make your money. Thursday, September 5th, the big game on NBC, Green Bay at Chicago, 8.20 p.m., and that's NBC, as I said. And it's the, uh, what is it, the 100th anniversary of the NFL and yeah, so, hundred beginning of the hundredth season, and that's why that's why the game is in Chicago with Green Bay and and the and the, the yeah. Bears. That's why they chose that for the kickoff game this year. That's right. Normally, it would have been here with the Patriots and the Steelers, but they, they that'll be still be on NBC. It'll be the Sunday night game. We'll get to that Sunday, September eighth, our first full NFL Sunday. And remember, next week we'll come in and when we'll give the first thing we'll do, barring some amazing. Uh, sports cataclysm is we will start with the NFL and we will run down the scores and uh, we will comment on all the games. You know, Perry will give us a score and then we'll, we'll all comment because we're going to be pretty much glued to our radios and whatever else TVs, whatever we're doing. And uh, we should know, uh, we should know something about something that night. Uh, we That's often right. don't, but we, 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 we're going to really have a, an effort to do that. So Sunday the 8th, we start with Tennessee at Cleveland, 1 PM. That's on CBS. And, of course, uh, the way this works is if it's an, an AFC game, basically it's always on CBS. An NFC game is usually on Fox. There are uh, changes during the year, and you'll notice them. And also uh, we'll let you know as we read this schedule when the doubleheader, uh, which network has the doubleheader. So if you're in a market, you might get two games on a given uh, channel. So anyways, we're starting Tennessee at Cleveland, 1 p.m. on CBS, and, of course, all times Eastern. Baltimore at Miami, 1 p.m., and that's on CBS. Atlanta at Minnesota, 1 p.m., and that's on Fox. Buffalo at the Jets, 1 p.m., CBS. Washington at Philadelphia, 1 p.m., Fox. The Rams are at Carolina, 1 p.m., Fox. Uh, Kansas City at Jacksonville, 
1 p.m. CBS, the Nick Foles era starts in Jacksonville. Indianapolis at the Chargers, we're starting the late games, 4.05, and that is on CBS. So that means that Fox has the doubleheader game. Cincinnati at Seattle, 4.05 p.m. on CBS as well. Then we have the Giants at Dallas, 4.25 p.m., and that's the big uh, late game on Fox. Detroit at Arizona, 425 on Fox. We have San Francisco at Tampa Bay, 425 on on Fox. The Patriots host the Steelers at 820 uh, on NBC. And then the Monday night game, we have two. And this is the fun. I always like the first Monday night because you get two games. Houston is at at New Orleans, 710 p.m. on ESPN. And then Denver at the Raiders, 1020 p.m. on ESPN. So there you go. That's our upcoming schedule for week one. And uh, some good games there. It's gonna, I think it's going to be interesting. And, and you never know. Everybody's undefeated. You know? And, do we, and do people we are going to our... wonder, and I think people want to know, you know, how are some of these new acquisitions, OBJ for the Browns and all this, right. how how are they all going to yeah. You know, how yeah. is it all going to come out? That's right. Cliff That's right. Kingsbury head coaching Arizona. How is yeah. That? <laughs> yeah. Well, from what I saw in the preseason, Sean, with the Cardinals, it looks like it's going to be a train wreck. Oh, it's probably – well, we know where it's probably going to go. But, yeah. Uh, that, that's my biggest prediction. I think it's going to be a train wreck. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. Uh, should we do our uh, predictions? Yeah, we'll do our here? predictions. I've got, I've got the division winners, and I've got the – maybe you guys have done the same thing. I've got the division winners and the wild cards for each conference, and, you know, I'll pick, we'll pick uh, who's going to the Super Bowl. In the AFC East, I think the Patriots, that's traditional. Uh, we're dealing with uh, Buffalo and the, and the Jets and Miami, and they can't get out of their way. Uh, look at the starting quarterbacks. Now, not that the two young guys can't uh, come along in years to come, but they're not there yet. Ryan Fitzpatrick still starting for the, for the, for the Dolphins. Uh, there, uh, people say they might be trying to tank it this year to get the, uh, you know, who says there's a good quarter. Who's the guy in Oregon that's coming out? It's supposed to be well, the you've got Justin Herbert for Oregon. You've got uh, the the uh, the Jimmy. Alabama the Alabama quarterback coming out, and you've got uh, the uh, Clemson quarterback coming out, right, Sean? Okay. You know, he yeah, he'll be a, he's a junior, but he is eligible this year. Trevor Lawrence, and yeah. you could have like a Justin Fields and. You know, Jalen Hurts, depending on how they do. You have a bunch of quarterbacks this year. Yeah. So we were, we've were we been talking during the baseball season about tanking, so we may see a little of that in the NFL, which is traditional. We've seen that in the NFL before. Okay, so I'm picking the Patriots to win that division. And uh, I, would ag- we- I would agree with you. We'll do them one at the time. So the Patriots, Chris, picks, I would agree with him. Yep, okay. I, I agree I, on that. I, I would yeah. agree with that okay. also. I got Baltimore winning the, uh, the North. Hmm. I got Pittsburgh. Uh, Baltimore and Pittsburgh are going to be pretty close. I would give it to Pittsburgh based on their experience. Now, if they start having uh, locker room issues again, that's going to be something totally different. Yeah, Yeah, that's the problem. I don't think that uh, I don't think he really controls the locker room very well. That I think Harbaugh does a better job of that. That that team that team plays hard and that team plays tough. And whatever they even if they're not the most talented, they they they're tough. And uh, no, I I think I'm going to have to agree with Chris on this one. I think I'll take the Ravens. Okay. Yeah. And and what do you think, Sean? I had Pittsburgh. 
Yeah. Okay. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, Houston ought to win that uh, Southern uh, South. I, I would agree. Houston in the South, most definitely. Oh, definitely. Especially you, you especially. lose Andrew Luck. That's the team that was maybe going to contend with them was the, the Colts. And, uh, and especially uh, now getting a third receiver with Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills, yep. yeah. Yeah, Stills is pretty good. And yeah, although I although uh, I will I will agree on Houston, but I I think Jacksonville could be a dark horse. So they could, you know. but Nick Foles it depends on which Nick Foles shows up. I'm telling you, he's he's really yeah. a trick or treat. He had you know that wonderful playoffs and Super Bowl two years ago, but then he's had some really opportunities when uh, and he's filled in. It seems like it's when he when he's given the mantle at the beginning of the season, he doesn't do as well as he is when he's thrown in in the middle, like when Wentz got hurt. And then he then he comes in when he's had his own team to start with. It doesn't yeah. seem to work for him. So uh, yep. we'll just see. And I'm picking Kansas City in the West. Uh, oh, yeah. I think I think that's a safe bet. Oh, I've heard uh, a lot of people talk about the Chargers, but I think the Chiefs are the team. Uh, I think the Chiefs, yeah, I do too. I think the yeah. Chiefs got it also. And for my wild Perry? card teams, wild, wild well, Perry, card, wait a minute, wait, Perry. Wait. Oh, sorry, Perry. Uh, where now? Okay, uh, the, I, West. the West. Okay, the West. I, I, Kansas City, most definitely. Okay, all okay. right. Okay, yeah. That, and then for my for my wild card teams, I've got the uh, the Steelers and the Chargers. Uh, I have I have Baltimore and the Chargers since I had the Steelers win yeah, that right, division. That's right. Have, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. No, I I think I think Pittsburgh and uh, L.A. would be would be a good thing there. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. And then in the in the NFC, I got the Eagles Hello, winning. Oh Perry, sorry, Perry. I keep forgetting Perry. He's he's so busy watching hands and that's what I'm that's what I'm doing. I'm looking at the hands and, and, we don't have... and he's also worried about his computer. He's got to figure yeah. out what he's got how he's going to get that yeah. straightened out someday. Yeah. Anyway. How about how about your wild cards, Perry? AFC. Um, I would say probably Baltimore will be one, and I will go Jacksonville with another one. Oh, okay. okay. There's a Whoa. one out of it. All right, we'll see. Right. Okay, in the NFC East, I got the Eagles. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see any problem there because, uh, uh yeah. what, what kind of, what kind of, uh, team's going to show up in Dallas with all the distractions, the giants are a mess and we don't know what the Redskins are going to be like. So. I mean, the Eagles, you have to worry about Wentz. Can he stay healthy? That's can the he problem. Stay, can he stay healthy? That's it. Yeah. I agree with you there. I definitely you know? agree. So. Okay. You, uh, you agree with the Eagles too, uh, Perry? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Yep. All right. In the in the uh, central, we'll make. Uh, I mean, the north. I should say, we call it the central, whatever you want to call it. Chicago. I think we'll Chicago, make them all happy yes. on that one. Yeah, yeah I definitely. Yeah, I, yeah. I think definitely, definitely the uh, the uh, the Bears, but I think the Vikings will give them the most trouble. They will. They will. I think That's I think Green Bay is going to have a down year. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So we got the Bears there. Uh, New Orleans in the south. Uh, yeah, uh, yes, I, I totally I think agree. That's a, I think that's a foregone yeah. conclusion. The rest is unanimous. You know, you don't really know. Yeah, the rest yeah. Of, you know this could be. We were trying to figure it out, and because remember, you've got the Brett Saberhagen syndrome with uh, Ryan. He has every other year is a good year. I think he's due for a good year this year because right. he's always up and down. So right. uh, Matt Ryan, and they've got they've got the weapons in Atlanta. So you uh-huh. know, if they get their offense going, they, they could be a tough team. That That's is the true. one team that could challenge. Yeah. And uh, the, I think the Rams, this will make Perry happy too, Rams in the West. I think they are. Oh, absolutely. Yep, yeah. I, yeah. I agree oh, with that pick. Absolutely. Yep. And then for the wild cards in the NF, NFC, I've got Dallas and Minnesota. I would go uh, I would go with that. I would th- I would think Dallas will be good enough to get that. And, and I, I like what I've seen out of the Vikings in the preseason. 
Yeah, okay. I like the Vikings. I just don't know what we're going to get out of the, out of the Cowboys, but I'll, I'll go with that for uh, now. But I, I really think Elliot will be back. If you're yeah. if you're worried about Elliot, Robert, I think he'll be back in two or three weeks. I think no, they just there just seems to be too many distractions with that. Well, team there's always it's a, it is a circus, and we know yeah. that. I'm gonna, so. Well, there's, I'm there's, go, there's go ahead, Sean. I'm, I'm going to go with Minnesota, and uh, like I said, I think this could be an up here Atlanta. I'm thinking Minnesota Atlanta. Okay. okay, Atlanta. Atlanta's reasonable too. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And and I guess they said yesterday. I saw on a notification that negotiations between uh, Elliott and the Cowboys have intensified. So uh, oh, that, that could be that hold- could be getting done. Uh-huh. Speaking of holdouts, going back to the Chargers, it looks like Melvin Gordon is going to pull a Le'Veon Bell. He may miss the entire season. So. Well, I think that's pretty yes. foolish, but, you know, whatever. And especially since I drafted him yesterday, so, yeah, that's not good. You, you might wind up having to get rid of him, Chris, because I, I don't, might. Yeah. I might. We'll see. And then for the Super Bowl, um, I'm picking the Patriots. I don't really see anybody really making that many inroads, you know. So there's going to be some good teams in the AFC, but I think the Patriots are going to have enough to get back to the Super Bowl against New Orleans this year. Um, I, I think it'll be Kansas City's year. I think Kansas City and New England will meet once again in the uh, championship game, and this time Patrick Mahomes will, will get it done. And uh, I, I think uh, I, I think New Orleans would be a safe bet in the NFC, but I think Kansas City wins the whole thing this year. Okay. You know, Robert, well, you, had I, to, you had to pick the same way that I did. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, know, I don't know if I copied you or you copied me, but one way or the other, we got to pick the same way. Uh, Sean, well, I was actually you? doing the same thing. There's all both stuff. So we all freaked. I was taking Kansas City, New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. All right. And, <laughs> okay. And uh, so, all right. So I guess uh, there we go. So we'll see about the, about the Super Bowl, and uh, we'll t- we'll maybe maybe we'll uh, try to remember what these. That's that's always the problem. Now I wrote down the baseball picks, but maybe this year maybe uh, we'll could write these down. But basically, I'm I'm yeah. the pages. You guys all have Kansas City. Is that the yeah. way it is? Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. And then, Kansas City, and you know, we all have New Orleans. Never yeah, New Orleans. Orleans. Okay. Well, that's simple. It's like we all had Houston, and then uh, yeah, and then we have you know, different teams for the for the other team. That's so right. A few uh, obituaries here for the NFL. I think we've got a little time here. We have about uh, a mi- we have about a minute, Chris. Oh yeah. well, boy. Well, maybe we, we're not going to get these. Let me look at the. But you know, the one that I'm going to do then is uh, uh, Langer for the for the Dolphins once again. Yeah. They've they've lost one of their. Uh, I'm looking for him because he's down the, the list here, and I will find him. Jim Langer, there he is. He was 71 years old from the Dolphins. He played for the Dolphins from 1970 through 79. One of the all-time great centers in in football. He went into the Hall of Fame and is uh, no. Then he played for the Vikings in '80 and uh, for uh, and also in '81, and then. He made six Pro Bowls. He made the Hall of Fame in 87. He is one of the guys that, uh, again, was the champagne group that uh, always celebrated when they uh, when somebody would finally lose and they were, were going to remain the last undefeated team. Of course, they, they lost, lost two of Nick, those this year. Bonacani yeah. about yeah. two weeks ago, yeah. and now they lost Jim Langer. And, uh, you know, so uh, that that's the deal with him. But it's... Uh, you know, it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of sad. You know, these guys, <laughs> seventy one. That's just a little older than me. That's getting yep. a little scary. 